0: McGee of Abiding Life Ministries in Lindale, Texas, and we will be uh, broadcasting live the first and third Tuesdays of each month from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Time. Abiding Life Ministries was founded in 1987, and we've been in deliverance and inner healing for 35 years. If you'd like to contact me, you can contact me at McGee at sbcglobal.net. Or you can go on my website at jerrymcgee.com, and it'll take you to Abiding Life Ministries. And uh, we have monthly meetings in Duncanville, Texas. So if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex area or close enough to drive, we meet the second Saturday of each month. And if you are interested in attending, if you will go onto my website and sign up for email, I'll send you a flyer with the directions. And also, if you're listening in tonight and you would like to have a seminar in your church or in your city, if you'll contact me at McGee at sbcglobal.net. And uh, tonight I'll be teaching on the evil spirit of rejection. And uh, at at the end of the program, if you want prayer, you want personal prayer, if you'll call in at 646 4784 and don't forget to press 1, Then we can pray for you alive. You don't have to give your entire name. Just give your first name. And so if you feel uncomfortable about being on the radio, all you need to do is give your name. Um, anyway, uh, you can check into my website, and also there's lots of free articles to read. There's free CDs to listen to with Deliverance Prayers. And so um, hope you'll be listening in. Uh, the first and third Tuesdays of each month And um, before we start, I'm going to pray And so Lord, in the name of Jesus, we just come before your throne And we thank you that you've given us authority over all the power of the enemy And Lord, I pray a special covering of Warrior Angels over Dorothy Carruthers Who sponsors this program over, over me, over our families, over every person who's listening in we ask you to cover us with the blood of Jesus. We pray ahead your protection, a wall of fire, your warring angels around us and over us. And, Lord, we uh, break every word of death, word of iniquity, curse, assignment, satanic ritual, or any kind of ritual uh, spoken over us, over this program, over anyone listening in. And we send, them back, send it back on the enemy seven times over, unbroken, in full force, not to kill them, hurt them, harm them, but so they'll fear God and turn away from evil. We just find Satan, principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, wicked spirits, and heavenly places from this program. We break your power over each person that's listening in. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus tonight I be a tree of life, that rivers of living water will come forth from my innermost being. I pray, Lord, that every person who's listening in to this program will be set free from a spirit of rejection. We just give you praise, Lord, that you said that no weapon formed against us will prosper, and every tongue that accuses us in judgment we condemn, for this is the heritage of those that serve and seek the Lord. Their vindication is from the Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you said give, give ourselves to you and resist the devil, and he has to flee. And, Lord, we just thank you that you've given us authority over all his power. And I pray, Lord, that each person listening in will be healed, set free uh, tonight, In Jesus' name, amen. And, Lord, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart will be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I just bless you, Lord. I just bless you. i lose ministering angel to minister to every person who's listening in, in the name of Jesus. And as you listen to the message that I'm going to deliver, the Lord's going to deliver through me, I be repenting of anything that the Lord shows you so that at the end you'll get a greater deliverance. All deliverance is, is James 4, 7, give yourself to God and resist the devil and he'll flee. You know, the promises of God are to the overcomer. And each each time that uh, I broadcast, my, my aim is to teach principles of the overcoming life. And the promises of God are to the overcomer, not to the overcome. And so some of you who are listening in probably feel like you're very overcome. But the good news is that God wants to lift you out of the miry clay and set your feet on a rock and make your footsteps firm. He died at Calvary that you could be set free from everything that that hurts you, that ails you, that holds you captive. God loves you so much. And he said he will never leave you, fail you, or forsake you. And so before, before I, I start, I want to make a distinction between an evil spirit of rejection and the inevitable rejection that comes in when you have Jesus Christ living in you. When you follow God with all your heart, you can expect um, rejection. In fact, it says that when you're persecuted for righteousness' sake, to be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. And so when you have Christ in you, People will reject the Christ in you. Now, Jesus never had an evil spirit, but but we can be delivered from a, from an evil spirit of rejection. And there is a difference between the rejection that comes when uh, when you follow Christ. Uh, there isn't that's inevitable. That will happen, and you can expect it and to know that it's from God. Uh, Jesus said, "If they reject me, they'll reject you." Luke 10:16 says. Those who listen to you listen to me, and those who reject you reject me, and whoever rejects me rejects the one who sent me. Jesus said if you're a follower of his, you will, you can expect and even you should welcome rejection. Now, I can honestly tell you I'm not there yet. Nobody likes to be rejected, but God says we're to be exceedingly glad and to rejoice, for great is our reward in heaven. And that's if we're rejected for the sake of Christ, not because of our... Our, our negative personality Or because of our sin Or our obnoxiousness But we are to um, um, Expect it if we're living for Christ uh, Matthew five eleven through 12 said Blessed are you when men cast insults at you And persecute you And say all kinds of evil Against you Falsely on account of me Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who who were before you. In John 15, verse 10 through 21, it says, If the world hates you, now these are the words of Jesus. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Because you're not of this world, because I chose you out of this world, therefore the world hates you. And so the rejection I want to talk about today is an evil spirit of rejection that can be in you, and God wants you to be free of rejection. You know, there was a time in my life when I would be around peers. I always felt like I was on the outside looking in. And I remember I was pastoring a church at the time, and I would go to these monthly uh, minister meetings here in Lindale. They would be, Uh, Ministers that would meet once a month to pray And I would always feel rejected by them And so uh, something, I know it was the Holy Spirit Led me to go through all the scriptures in the Bible uh, Of words like cut off, rejected uh, Words that had to do with being cut off And I repented over all of those And, you know, not even realizing the effect that it had on my life Or even realizing how much deliverance I had but the next time I went to the meeting, it was like everybody said, oh, Jerry, where were you? I missed you. And I went like, what? Somebody missed me? But anyway, uh, you know, I came out of a genera- I, I was under a generational curse of rejection. I was not illegitimate. My, mother's, my mother and father and grandparents were not ir- illegitimate. But my great-great-grandfather was illegitimate. And an illegitimate curse goes – it's called a curse of a bastard. It goes – uh, 2045, fourth, the bloodline, and I praise God that I've had that broke off my life, and and tonight, um, I trust that this will be broken off of your life. You know, even though if you, even though you were not um, illegitimately conceived, uh, but that can be in your bloodline, and a person that uh, this is one of the ways that that uh, a root of rejection comes in, a child that is illegitimately conceived. Before his parents marry He's born with a spirit of of Lust because he's conceived in lust He's born with a root of rejection uh, Because He's not wanted Uh, He's born with a spirit of shame Because he's conceived in shame And he's born with a spirit of rebellion Because he's conceived in rebellion And there's great damage Done to a child in the womb Because a, a baby will hear in the womb If he's loved or Accepted or if he's Uh, rejected unwanted Uh, if he's welcome or not welcome a baby can absorb his mother's emotions in fact a baby can even hear uh and i can use the example of john the baptist who when he when uh his mother heard mary's greeting he leapt for joy in her womb and and the bible says she was filled with the holy spirit so you can be filled with the unholy spirit and i'm going to read those scriptures to you a little bit Further down But the principality of rejection It works with the principality of fear And it's a ruler over the lesser evil spirits It's over, just to name a few Fear of failure, fear of rejection Fear of saying no Fear of making decisions Fear of confrontation Fear of man Fear of speaking up Fear of being misunderstood Fear of being blamed Fear of not being perfect Fear of being ridiculed Fear of speaking, uh, fear of confronting issues, and a multitude of other fears and demons. That's just to name a few. But, um, and all of, them, all of these things have their roots in idolatry because when I'm hurt or when um, I go through any kind of trauma or hurt, and if I don't go to God, I'll turn to something else. The Bible says I'm not to let the sun go down on my anger. But all of these things have roots in idolatry. Uh, Fear is idolatry because it's the opposite of faith. Um, The Bible says perfect love casts out fear. And if you haven't uh, heard me teach on fear, I think it was last uh, week before last, I taught on overcoming a spirit of fear, which was perfect love casts out fear. So I encourage you to, to listen to that if you haven't. You can also go into YouTube and find that message, um, but it's all idolatry, you know you know uh, you know uh, when you have when you have an idol, you have a fear you won't get it, and if you have it, you fear you'll lose it and the Bible says rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and all iniquity is as idolatry, and without fear without faith, it's impossible to please God, and fear is the opposite of faith so Fear is a sin, and we just kind of allow it in our lives because we think, well, everybody's got a little fear. But, you know, God wants every person to be overcome every, every. we've got to overcome all these things in our lives. And praise God, Jesus died at Calvary that we can be set free from a spirit of fear. Uh, rejection means to cast from one, to throw away, to refuse, to put aside. It means that person or Thing rejected uh, Is is uh, Not up to some standard um, Rejection Means to remove from your presence To throw off Rejection says That you're not accepted by God Nor anyone for that matter And, and, and to be accepted We have to perform and But we find ourselves coming short It's never good enough We never measure up um, Because God says fear of man is a snare. And when we, uh, when we fear what we fear, and Job said, too, in Job 3, I believe 325, what I fear comes upon me and what I dread befalls me. So I have to overcome every fear. A spirit of rejection is very prevalent, and it comes in many ways because of the generational iniquities of the forefathers. We can be born with it. And as I was sharing earlier, born under an illegitimate curse. A person that's under an illegitimate curse always feels like he's on the outside looking in, doesn't feel like, and mainly because the scripture says that an illegitimate or a bastard child cannot enter the sanctuary of the Lord, and that's a spiritual place. It's more real than the than the room you're sitting in. And so because babies can hear in the womb, uh, you know, if you're pregnant or you have, are going to have children or if you have grandchildren we should never say oh it should be a girl oh you know uh, it's going to be a girl It's going to be a boy because if it's a boy and it hears that it should be a girl then uh there's a root of rejection right there my son who lived a homosexual lifestyle uh said a month before he died mom i've always felt like i was a girl and that came in because when he was born babies can absorb the mother's emotions and when he was born and they told me I had a little boy. I was not even glad. I was really disappointed. My heart sank because I wanted a little girl. And so, um, you know, there's a, uh, babies can absorb their mother's emotions. In Luke uh, 140 through 44, it says, And it came about that when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she cried out in a loud voice, and said, "Blessed among you, blessed among you, blessed among women are you, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And is and it has happened to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me, for behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. And so that's the scripture that proves that babies can hear." In the womb. They can hear if, if they're supposed to be a boy and they're a girl, or if they're supposed to be a girl and they're a boy. And so you should never confess or speak words over um, your baby in the womb or your grandbabies. You should speak positive. And some ways that rejection comes in, uh, as I have mentioned, through, a, through being a bastard child and illegitimate curse. Um, and I was under it because my great-great-grandmother got pregnant out of wedlock and that curse came down the bloodline. Until that was broken off me, I never felt like I fit in. It was like I was always on the outside looking in. Uh, rejection comes into an unwanted pregnancy through um, being believing that you were the wrong sex, that your parents wanted a boy and you're a girl or you're, they wanted a girl and you're a boy. Rejection comes in through abandonment physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, especially by a father. It comes in through divorce. A lot of times when a, when a daddy leaves or a mother leaves, the child takes it personal. I mean, a lot of ch- children think it's their fault, and it's not their fault. But um, sometimes if a parent leaves, that's abandonment, and that's rejection because he's a parent that leaves, Is rejecting their role as a father And that opens a child Up to rejection Another uh, way Rejection comes in is being an orphan uh, Through not having a Mama or a daddy Jesus said I didn't leave you as orphans He said I'll come to you Uh, Another way Rejection comes in is through being left alone Through uh, being raised by Caretakers and babysitters And just pawned off to everybody Um also, just having to raise yourself. There's many kids that come home and they just have to raise themselves because their parents are incompetent. Another way rejection comes in is through having to in, in, in be, be forgiving your parents. If any of these things fit you, be, be forgiving or repenting of anything that you hear for a greater deliverance. But being put off in an orphanage or a boarding uh, boarding school. Being obese or physically handicapped. You know, uh, I was a little fat girl, and that was the rejection that I felt. I remember going up on a playground and when I was in the fourth grade, or the uh, and then uh, fell in walking up and feeling everybody shunned me, nobody wanted to play with me, and I always felt it was because I was fat. You know, my daddy, when I was about nine years old, he said, If I had that fat, I'd cut off, cut it off of me, and it just wounded me greatly. And my mother came to. To comfort me And she said oh you know Jerry Your daddy loves you he didn't really mean it So I went and apologized to him And um, that was one thing That God always led me to do Was always get it right with my mom and dad And I think most people Probably cannot say this But I can honestly say I've never been angry at God in my whole life And it was because I was never angry I never went to bed And let the sun go down on my anger toward my father and, and I always would tell him I was sorry, even if he did it. And so being a little fat girl um, makes you open up to rejection. I mean, I felt fat my whole life. And um, another, another way rejection comes in is through being physically handicapped. I know a precious lady who, who, who was born without eardrums, and they treated her like she was mentally ill. And so, uh, or, you know, with any kind of physical handicap, people feel rejected. In fact, kids at school bully, they can be so cruel, they bully other kids. And that's one of the major reasons why uh, young children are, you know, adolescent children and teenage children kill themselves is because of being bullied at school. And if you've been a bully you need to ask God to forgive you because what you sow, you'll reap. And you'll read more later in the same thing. And uh, making fun of people, uh, we should repent of ever doing that. That's cruel. Another way rejection comes in is through not measuring up to the parent's image of what they think is perfect. Parent has an image of what they want us to be, and and, uh, we don't measure up to it. So we get rejected because we don't fit into their image of what they think is perfect. Another way um, rejection comes in is through sexual, physical, and emotional, uh, and spiritual, mental abuse. Um, There's nothing more rejecting than a father that would use his little girl as a sex object uh, in place of the mother. Uh, That is the ultimate rejection because God didn't make daddies to sexually molest little girls. He, He made daddies to protect little girls. And same, I, I mean, I know situations where the mother would demand sex from the children, and that's probably that was a satanic mother, and that's probably about as low as anybody can get. But uh, if you if you've been there, if you've done that, even if you have been the perpetrator, hey, Jesus wants to set you free from that because probably you were molested too. In fact, the mother that molested was a, was a daughter of a satanic high priest, which she also was uh head of this satanic uh ring of people and so that just passed down another another thing would be being a preemie baby and left in an incubator a person that would be open to the idea that nobody cares and that's abandonment even though that might be a necessary thing to happen still opens a child up to abandonment uh Another thing is children being left in hospitals without the parents. Another one is negative words spoken, um, being called names by your parents, by your peers. Another uh, way rejection comes in is through alcohol and drug abuse, which is also an alcoholic parent really has abandoned their role as parents for the most part. I mean, there are some functioning alcoholics that uh, still take care of their families, but but uh, all too often, it's the it's the deadbeat father that's the couch potato that is the alcoholic, and that's abandonment. Uh, through being uh, given away, through being the middle child, usually the middle child will feel rejection uh, because they're not the oldest and they're not the youngest. Very often, the middle child is the one that gets the most rejected. Uh, because they're they're not too they're they're not too they're too big to do what the little one does and they're too little to do what one does. Another one is through <clears throat> being lust conceived, and we talked about that with illegitimacy, uh, the absence of a parent, especially a father, uh, not being loved like you should be loved or protected or watched over by your parents, being rejected by the opposite sex, your peers. Especially in the teens, um, maybe not being married through loneliness, uh, long term illness. Sometimes a person, if they've had a long term illness, can feel rejected by both God and man um, when we have a disease, feel like that, you know, we've left alone. Another is legalistic parents, um, being loved based on your performance. If you don't perform, you're not loved. And I think most of us can probably say that that's it um, because most people, you know, coming down the bloodline is that all parents can have the best parents in the whole world, but they're parents and we're all sinners and we're all in need of a savior. Um, you know, it's easier to forgive your parents if you know they probably were treated the same way they're treating you. And probably if you have children, you're treating your children the same way that your parents treated you. <clears throat> because... How we trained up how we're trained up is how life goes. Train up a child in the way he should go and and um and his train up a child in the way he should go and when he's old he won't depart from it. Well the the opposite of that is true. Train up a child in the way he should not go and when he's old he won't depart from it. It sets a default, like a default on a computer. You know, you can type a letter and use any of like I think it's like three hundred different fonts, but then when you go type a different letter, the computer kicks it back to the way the factory set it. And that's kind of the way we are. We are trained up a certain way. We keep trying to break out of these demonic patterns, but we keep getting kicked back into the default because of how we were trained up. But the good news is that God wants to break that default. All you have to do is forgive your parents in each instance and ask God to reset that um, reset that. and. Uh, in fact, I've written a book called Resetting Life's Negative Reaping Patterns," and you can order it online at jerrymcgee.com. Um, you can order that. I think it's $5 plus shipping. I'm not sure how much it is, but, um, but if you want to order it, my secretary will send it to you, and uh, it tells you how to, to change the negative reaping to positive reaping. Another way that, uh, re- that rejection comes in is through a broken heart. Through being dumped by your girlfriend, being uh, dumped by your mate, being divorced, um, I tell you, I had a broken heart. My 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 sons were eight years old and and twelve years old, and my husband came home one day and wanted a divorce, and I tell you that was the most uh, broken hearted I've ever been in my whole, whole life. But I can tell you that God healed my broken heart. And um, I wrote a book on grief. You can order the book on grief that tells you how to overcome grief. Sometimes the greatest grief in our life is the things, the mistakes that we've made that God wants to to heal your grief. And some of the fruits of rejection, and fruit is like if you plant corn, you're going to get corn. If you plant uh, collard greens, you're going to get collard greens. And so whatever's planted in our spiritual garden, and the, the scripture says in 1 first, uh, first Corinthians 3, 9, that we're a building, we're a house, and we're a field. Isaiah 5 says you're the vineyard of the Lord of hosts. In Luke 13, uh, Jesus talks about a vineyard, and if we don't produce fruit, good fruit, in a garden, then uh, we get cut down. It says that in John 15, that if you don't bear fruit, he cuts you off as a branch, and, and they gather you, and you're thrown in the fire. And so good fruit would be uh, the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, self-control. Uh, good fruit would be the good things that's planted. And we're, we're all spiritual gardens, and there's things that have been planted in our life that's producing fruit. But here are the fruits of some of the fruits of rejection, not all of them, but pride. A lot of times that people, they're totally rejected. Everything's all about them. Attention-getting spirit. Uh, put others down and make yourself look good. You know, uh, I've known people that uh, it was such an idol in their life to get attention. They just so wanted people's attention. They talked all the time. That's one thing. I know people that never shut up. It's all about them. Uh, So attention getting. And, you know, there's some people that don't want to get delivered or healed because then they wouldn't get attention anymore. So if you're an attention getter, you just need to know that, hey, God's got his eyes on you. 24-7, 24-7, God is watching you. Praise God. He gives you his fullest attention. So you need to develop an intimate relationship with God and, uh, so that you can communicate with him. One of the reasons we don't communicate with God is because we couldn't communicate with our earthly parents. And that's the reason we don't think God wants to talk to us either. But that's a lie. God longs to, for us to have an intimate relationship with him. Uh, another um, another uh, fruit of rejection is you put other, th- other people down to make yourself look good. Um, I know a man that would concoct preposterous stories uh, to make himself look good. He'd go into bars and he would uh, tell people he's an undercover agent or some kind of lie because he was wanting attention. Uh, a people-pleasing spirit. And perhaps I'll teach on that next time. I don't know yet. I'll have to let the Lord direct me. But people-pleasing is one of the fruits of rejection. And people-pleasers will take the path of least resistance. They'll walk the broad way rather than take the persecution of walking the narrow way. And God says that we're to be God-pleasers and not people-pleasers. And so um, that's a, all of these different categories or teachings all in their cell. Another way, another fruit of uh, rejection is um, you distance yourself from other people, put walls up around your heart to keep people away, fear of letting people in, Um, a a, a stiff hugger. Have you ever, and maybe you are that person, but I've I've, I've hugged some people and they were stiff as a board. It's like I won't let anybody in. Um, You search for love in all the wrong places through pornography, a self-gratification through masturbation, which ties in with pornography, um, through fantasy, and that also ties in with pornography because you have to imagine what you're seeing in your heart uh, to do the sexual masturbation. Uh, fornication, adultery. Um, you just get into sexual sin because you're looking for love all the wrong places. Negative and perverse uh, desires. Uh, Condemnation is another fruit of rejection. Guilt. uh, Compulsive apology. I used to just tell people over and over, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And one day a man said to me, why do you always say you're sorry? And I thought, that's a good question. Because I think one reason is I grew up, my parents did not, my mother, um, she was an enabler and bless her heart, she was a good mama, but she Enables me And you know when you don't spank a child Then they feel guilty all the time And so that's One way that guilt can come in
1: Uh,
0: Confounded Which means you were mixed up Made to feel uneasy and damned Uh, Another is Comparing yourself with others Uh, The Bible says that If you compare yourself Among yourself and measure yourself by yourself You're not wise Another is judging others and that can be one of the major routes to, to eye problems. The Lord's taken me through some things this past few years. That's caused me to not want to judge anybody for anything. As my friend Carla Batat says that when you judge somebody else, you're writing a purchase order to get the very same thing to come to your house. And I think a lot of what I'm going through are purchase orders and I'm busy trying to tear them up through repentance. Another, um, In fact, the scripture says, judge not lest you be judged by your standard of measure. However you're judging other people, you're going to be judged the same way. Another uh, fruit of rejection is legalistic and performance, being a performer. And the best way to illustrate that is that God's the potter and we're the clay. And if you're legalistic or you're a performer, you're off the potter's wheel, trying to turn the potter's wheel, and it wears you out. God wants you to get on the potter's wheel, which is a picture of, Submission to His Lordship, coming under His control—it's—it's um, it's a picture of resting, because all the clay does—the clay has one job, and that's to yield to the potter. And the potter fashions the clay, molds the clay, okay, molds—I'm sorry—molds the clay, shapes the clay, fashions the clay, fires the clay, makes the vessel. God knew exactly when your when you your your mother and father conceived you. He knew exactly what He had you. Put here on this earth floor and so if we stay on the potter's wheel we won't miss God and that's the, the clay only the only thing that's expected of the clay is to say yielded to the potter the potter's job is to take the junk out and if you're like me we're full of junk when I got, first got saved I thought I probably God did God a favor and now I'm wondering why he even saved me uh, another fruit of rejection is rebellion a person that's rejected they'll either, They'll either be a perfectionist or they'll say, pardon the expression, to hell with it. If they want to see a rebel, I'll just be one. So they'll either be a performer to comply with how they're raised or they'll just rebel. You know, I can't do anything right and I'll just rebel against that. If a child can find a way to to be accepted, he'll do that through being a performer or perfectionist, being a perfectionist. But he can't, if he can't find a way to get acceptance anyway, he just rebelled. Um, so perfectionism is another fruit of, of rejection. Uh, distrust God and others is another fruit of rejection. Controlling others or allowing other people to control you. Worry, fear, um, anxiety, stress, dissatisfaction, discontentment, ingratitude. Lack of, lack of transparency You just have this fear That if people knew what you were really like They would not like you So you keep everything to yourself And that's another Fruit of rejection Failure to confront issues A person that's rejected will sweep things Under the rug and not deal with them You know God tells us that we're to Speak the truth in love And not sweep things under the rug If you're a person that sweeps things under a rug and you keep doing that, it will eventually make you sick because you're not dealing with issues. So rejection will cause you not to confront issues. God tells us we're to speak the truth in love. We're to get, uh, get it, put our cards on the table. And, and the Holy Spirit is a spirit of truth. Another is passivity. Um, another is multiple fears, bitter root expectations. If you're trained up a certain way, you're going to expect everybody. If you're rejected growing up, then you have an expectation that you're going to be rejected because that's how you were trained up. And that expectation will pull other people to do that bad thing that fulfills your picture of how life goes. Another one is hatred is another fruit of rejection. Jealousy and envy. uh, Blame shifting and condemning others. You know, blame shister, A blame shifter never gets delivered because they are always busy shifting the blame. If they admit something's wrong, then a lot of times perfectionist people that are perfectionistic are blame shifters. because if I take accountability, that means I'm not perfect. And people that are perfectionists, they have to be perfect. Also, they don't want to take um, correction. Uh, being double-minded is another root of uh, another fruit of rejection Uh, inability to love yourself is another fruit of rejection you know how you're treated is how you treat yourself uh there's an unloving spirit self-hatred self-bitterness unforgiveness of self it's a spirit that nitpicks you 24 7 and you think that it's you talking to you and you allow it to stay and so to get free of this unloving antichrist spirit that tears down in you everything god wants to build up then you have to forgive yourself you have to accept yourself um, you have to repent of hating yourself uh, When you don't feel good about yourself Your body doesn't produce proper serotonin, dopamine, neil, neon- I can't say that word But uh, the chemicals and neurotransmitters that your body needs to make you feel good about yourself Another fruit of rejection is, this, is depression, despair, hopelessness, um, discouragement A fainting spirit. You want to give up and quit and bail out every time there's a problem. Um, Lack of confidence. uh, Procrastination. You know, people that procrastinate, they procrastinate because growing up with maybe a controlling parent, every time they'd try to make a decision, the parent would slam dunk them. Why would you do this? You shouldn't have done this. You should have done that. Why did you do this? You should have done this. And so they that opens them up to fear of making decisions. So they... They hold back and procrastinate because they fear they're going to make a mistake or get slam-dumped. Being easily intimidated is another root of rejection, another fruit of rejection. And there's just hundreds of fears that go with it. Um, Accusation against God, yourself and others. Um, Loneliness, isolation, uh, lying spirit. You know, if you always tell the truth, you don't have to remember what you said. And, and the Bible says that this should be sobering, that no liar will enter the kingdom of heaven. So many people think nothing of telling a little white lie. Well, a lie is a lie, and the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit of truth. Another um, fruit of rejection is self-pity, or martyr spirits, or a victim spirit where I, self, I, sabot, I self-sabotage myself. Negative confessions, because what's in the heart comes out the mouth. Lack of confidence, excessive talkativeness. Uh, the scripture says where there are many words, transgression is unavoidable. Fainting spirit, perverted um, image of God. You're angry at God. Uh, and if you're angry at God, that tells me you're angry at your earthly father uh, or mother. Insecurity, inferiority, uh A friend of mine said, we don't need to have an inferiority complex. God says we are are inferior. No complex to it. And so, but Christ in us is the hope of glory. What makes us worth something is we have living in us. If you've accepted Jesus as your Savior and he's your Lord and master, he's living in your heart. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Timidity and shyness is another fruit of rejection. Prayerlessness, which is rooted in not being able to communicate with your parents. Low self-esteem, uh, fear-making mistakes. Uh, you're set up for abandonment. If you were abandoned growing up, you were trained up to be abandoned. That sets you up to be abandoned. Uh, rebellion, manufactured personalities. I heard Joyce Meyer say this, and this is a, a simple form of a multiple personality. And I heard her give tell this story of, you know, going to, going to church with the kids, um, uh, you know, kicking the dog, screaming at the kids, yelling at the husband. And the minute you get to the church pa- parking lot, it's, oh, hi, glory to God, how are you? And you put on a different face. That's a sim- that is the simplest form of a multiple personality. But many people have manufactured personalities. I used to have a precious friend. she's still my friend. But she had a personality for, for every uh, situation she was to go through. Uh, schizophrenia, um, uh, another fruit of rejection, you're driven to perform perfectly. It opens you up to unrest. Um, it opens you up to, um, oh, you'd be a person. If, if you're driven to perform perfectly, that means that you can't ever disappoint anybody. You always have to say yes to everything, and you just wear yourself out um, getting in. In other words, people keep giving you more things and more things and more things to do, and and it opens you up to bitterness. And rather than take accountability because you Uh have a fear of saying no, um, you just take on more than you can take on. You keep taking on stuff, and then you get bitter toward the people that have taken advantage of you. And bitterness is like drinking poison and waiting for someone else to die. Another fruit of rejection is unbelief and doubt, stubbornness. It's all idolatry. It's loving something else more than you love God. Um, depression. And, you know, you could just go on and on and on, the negative fruit of re, of, uh, of rejection. But when we have this evil spirit working in us, we feel rejected even when somebody may be not be rejecting us. I remember a, per, a particular man uh, was saying. He said, "You know, at church, Bill, who was the music director, he just didn't speak to me." And I said, "Well, he just he was just busy. He didn't know that." He said, "No, he looked right at me, and he didn't speak to me." I said, "Well, speak to him." And so uh, Bill was not rejecting him, but he thought it was. And this man, particular man was born under an illegitimate curse. Uh, rejection robs people of relationships. Rejection will make you feel that others don't love you and you're not valuable. Um, no matter how much you tell a rejected person that you love them, they'll never believe it. Um, a person uh, makes it difficult when they've been rejected to even be able to give love. And when they do, they want to become very possessive with who uh, they love. The spirit of rejection will have us believing that to be accepted by God, we have to first be accepted by other people. And, you know, that's idolatry because it looks to man instead of God, who is the judge of whether or not we're acceptable. Uh, Since Jesus is the truth, it's impossible for him to lie. And the idolatry of the idea that what we do and what others, uh, what we do and who we are rest on anyone's opinion of us makes God out a liar. And the Bible says that God's not a man, that he should lie. Rejection is one of the strongest forms of unbelief and doubt because it contradicts everything that God uh, says about us. A person with this spirit always feels on like he's on the outside looking in. Rejection contradicts um, or communicates instead of contradicts. Rejection communicates that you are an undesirable and not worth it and it communicates through people giving you a dirty look ignoring you, making you feel guilty being left out a disgusted look uh, not being listened to um, being disdained through uh, being walled out, through favoritism, uh, having to perform to get acceptance Um, this rejection is communicating to us from other people uh, by uh, impatient answers, by um, being snubbed, disrespected. You know, so many times uh, a man or woman who has rejected rejection, it's like um, their mate, instead of building them up and infirm them, they're constantly tearing them down. But God wants that healed, He wants us to speak the truth and love. And He, but He, he also wants us to be kind and tender-hearted and forgiving just as God has forgiven us. Uh, rejection communicates to us to other people by giving us the silent treatment, little, uh, little uh, bitter, du- little digs, little biting sarcasm uh, through making us feel like we're a failure, uh, unwanted disappointment. You know, I've experienced this over the years, Just just family members Where I just feel like You know being shut out And that's just rejection But you know what We just have to take All of that to the cross And just say Lord if that would glorify you the most For that to continue to happen So be it and just let it go And just know that God loves you He will never fail you forsake you And he accepts you Praise the Lord Uh, Rejection communicates other people that you're worthless That you're of no value That you don't belong That you're unwanted That you're not loved And you don't fit in um, And I think all of us Have experienced rejection at one time Or the other Either real or imagined uh, Feeling rejected is one of the most devastating Of all human relationships because, Or all human re- emotions Because God's created us To love and be loved And uh, we're born with an innate uh, longing to be loved and be accepted and to love someone else. But God tells us that we're loved, adopted, and accepted by him. And that should be enough. Uh, He says you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You're his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works." He says you can do all things through me, Christ, who strengthens you. He says you will always triumph in Jesus' name. Through God you shall do valiantly. God says um, that his power is made perfect In our weakness Do you feel weak I, feel, I have felt very weak uh, There's a time in my life When I felt very strong But I feel very weak But I thank God That he says That his strength is made perfect In my weakness um, God says you're accepted In the beloved uh, God loves us With an everlasting love However, the spirit of rejection has, a, has an assignment against us to steal those scriptural truths and delight to, to us instead. Isaiah 53 says of Jesus 3, he was despised and forsaken of men, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief, and like one whom men hide their face, was despised and we esteemed him not. Through the blood of Jesus, he made it possible for us to be delivered from this evil spirit of rejection. And it is an evil spirit. Um, here are some words of comfort from the Bible. Psalms 27 verse 10 says, When my mother and father have taken, forsaken me, the Lord will take me up. Um, so no matter where we go, uh, his grace is sufficient for us. Second Corinthians 12:9 says, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weakness that the power of Christ will, will dwell in me. Um, God will never leave you or forsake you. Psalms ninety four says, the Lord will not abandon his people, nor will he forsake his inheritance. Uh, he created you perfectly. Psalms one thirty nine thirteen through 14 says, For thou hast formed my inward parts, and thou hast weaved me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Uh, and all uh, wonderful, I, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are all thy works, and my soul knows it very well. Uh, he is for you. Romans eight thirty one says, What shall we say then? If God is for us, who could be against us? Uh, When we walk in the spirit, there's no condemnation. You know, the newer translations quote Romans 8, 1 different than the King James. The King James says there's now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk after the spirit and not the flesh. But um, the newer translations leave that out. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And there is condemnation when we walk in the flesh. The minute you sin you'll have condemnation. And God allows the devil to say, well, that was just the devil. Well, God allows the devil to condemn you. You know, did you know the devil cannot do anything that God does not let him do? And when you go through trials, ask God what he's trying to teach you, and you'll get delivered whenever you repent of whatever he shows you. But Romans 8, 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk after the Spirit and not the flesh. Walk in the flesh and there is condemnation. And you know it's fleshly for us to walk around feeling sorry for ourselves and pitying ourselves. God wants us to overcome these things, and I've—we've all been there. I mean, I've felt the same. I mean, I went through uh, quite a few years of grieving over um, a particular family member that I felt had shut me out of their life. But um, but I know that that's going to be just temporary because you know when you've prayed for a. Family member, forty-two years, and they're only thirty years old. You can know God's going to answer that prayer. And let me just say, this is a different kind of a different subject. But start praying for the mates of your children. Start praying for the for your children, your grandchildren, your descendants. Pray preventatively. I started praying for my family forty-two years ago. My uh, my son, my, my daughter-in-law, and I can say that my granddaughters married the men that God had for them. And, it, and I know it's because of prayer. I'm so thankful that God answers prayers. All of my grandchildren were honored stu- honor students. Um, They're all good kids. I'm thankful my grandson has just surrendered to the ministry. And uh, I praise the Lord. He's my, he's my prayer buddy. Uh, we pray each week for the church. And um, we're, we're very good friends, more than just being uh, a grandmother And so um, pray preventative prayers. Begin to pray now for your children, your descendants. I pray for my descendants throughout eternity, that they'll love the Lord with all their heart, that they will um, marry the people that God has for them, that they will uh, love what God loves and hate what God hates. Okay, when we walk in the Spirit, there's no condemnation. It says he's inscribed us on his hand and his eyes are on us. He's watching our back. Isaiah 49, verse 16 says, but I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. In other words, I'm watching over you. He'll heal you of your wounds. Jeremiah 30, verse 17, for I will restore you to health and I'll heal you of your wounds, declares the Lord, because they called. Um, you an outcast saying it is Zion No one cares for her uh, He dwells with you And He accepts you Leviticus 26:11. Moreover I will make my covenant among you And my soul will not reject you God's chosen you 1 Corinthians 1 And the base things of the world And the despised God has chosen the things that are not that he might nullify the things that are that so, so that no man can boast before God. And I'm just going to read excerpts from Isaiah 54 because I've had difficulty with my eyes. I'm, I'm just going to attempt to do this. But if uh, it would be good if you would do Isaiah 54 when you get home and read all of it. But it says, sing for joy, O barren one, you have borne no child. Break forth into sh- joyful shouting and cry aloud. You have not travailed For the sons of the desolate ones Are more than the sons of the married ones Says the Lord Enlarge the place of your tent Stretch out the curtains of your dwelling Um, Spare not Lengthen your cards And strengthen your pegs For you will spread about To the right and to the left And your descendants Will possess nations And you will resettle desolate cities Fear not, for you are not to be put to shame, and do not be humiliated. For you will not be disgraced, but you will forget the shame of your youth and the reproach of your widowhood, and will and will remember no more. For your husband is your maker, whose name is the Lord of hosts, and your, your redeemer is the Holy One of Israel, who, call, who is called the God of the whole earth. And the Lord has called you like a wife forsaken and grieved in spirit, even a a like a even like one of one's youth when he is rejected, says the Lord. I have compassion on you, says the Lord your Redeemer. For the mountains may be removed and the hills may shake, but my loving kindness will not be removed from you, and my covenant of peace will not be. Shaken, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. And of course, He's made a covenant of peace. But if we get into distress or disease, which is the word the word that diseases, disease comes from two French words, disease. Wherever we have disease, we open ourselves up to disease, and it's a choice. His covenant of peace will not be removed, but we can get out of His peace real early, real easily by not. Keeping our eyes focused on him But he says And my covenant of peace will not be shaken Says the Lord who has Compassion on you O afflicted one storm tossed And not comforted behold I'll set Your stones in alim- adam- Anemone and your foundations I will lay in sapphires Moreover I will make your Battlements of rubies and your gates Crystal and the entire wall Of, of precious stones all your sons will be taught of the Lord, and the well-being of your sons will be great. In righteousness you will be established. You will be far from oppression, for you will not fear, and from terror, for it will not come near you. If anyone, And this is a, this is a comforting word in, the word in the world we're living in with all the threats of ISIS and Ebola and all the, the, the terrorists and all the things that goes on. God says, if anyone fiercely assails you, it will not be from me. Whoever assails you will fall because of you. Behold, I myself have created the smith to blow the coals, and I have brought out a weapon for its work, and I have created the destroyer to ruin. In other words, he's saying I created the devil, so you don't have to worry about him. Just keep your eyes on me. No weapon that's formed against you will prosper, and every tongue that accuses you in judgment you will condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their vindication is from me, declares the Lord. You know, accept the fact that God loves you with an everlasting love. John 3, 6 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believed in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Because God is love, he cannot stop loving you. If God is love, he needs someone to love. Are you that person? I want to um, experience God's love to the highest. And it's only us that block that love. And it's only what God says about you is true. What what uh, you think or what others think or what you feel uh, is what God says about you is true. Romans 34. 3 verse 4 says may it never be Rather let God be found true And every man a liar Uh, Psalms 34 Verse 17 says The righteous cry and the Lord delivers And he delivers them out of their troubles The Lord is near to the brokenhearted, and he saves those Who are crushed in spirit Many are the afflictions of the righteous But the Lord delivers us from them all Do you have afflictions right now I have afflictions but God says He will deliver us From them all Because Christ is in you uh, Be prepared for rejection But you don't have to have An evil spirit of rejection When the pain of rejection Surfaces ask God to show you Each place, each doorway Each entry point To how this evil spirit Entered you You can have more than one Spirit of rejection You can have a, a, a ruler Demon rejection, but you can also have other places of rejection. And you know, deliverance is like peeling an onion. But when you when when something comes up, ask God what He's trying to teach you. Ask Him to show you what it is that He wants to show you, um, and uh, and deal with them one by one until this evil spirit of, of rejection is overcome in your life. Um, and until we deal with the spiritual roots, the doorways. Um, the, the spirit of rejection and the demons that accompany it, if we don't deal with it, we keep getting set up for rejection. Set up, set up, set up. And so the way we get free is make sure you've been born again. And I don't mean just praying a prayer to receive Jesus. I prayed a prayer to receive Jesus, was baptized when I was 18 years old, but I kept cussing. I kept uh, having a foul mouth. I kept uh, smoking. Uh, I mean, my life never changed. I wasn't born again until I was 25 years old, and that's when God gave me a new heart. And does that mean I'm perfect? No, but it means that we're all a work in progress. But that's when God changed my heart. That's when everything about me changed. And I can tell you, um, right after I accept, I mean, right after I was born again, and I got born again reading the Bible. My sister was going through a divorce. And I wanted to help her, so I was reading the Bible to try to find something in the Bible that would help her. And I read the whole New Testament, and I realized I was born again reading the Word of God. The Bible says that we're born again by the seed of the Word of God. And so when I got to the scripture that says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things pass away, and behold, all things become new. I thought, I wasn't even a church member. I thought, that's what happened to me. I got born again. And uh, two weeks after that, I was standing in the kitchen of, the, of my home, and I can even tell you I was facing east. And tell you exactly where I was standing, and a curse word came out of my mouth. And I said, Lord, that doesn't sound like anything a Christian ought to say. And that day, God set me free from a foul mouth, and he wants to set you free. He wants us to cleanse ourselves from all the and thank God for the blood of Jesus. And so deal with whatever the Lord shows you. Repent. Forgive yourself, forgive others for rejecting you. Ask God to forgive you and um, break soul ties with every person that's ever rejected you. And, um, and I believe that that was on one of the blog talk shows that I earlier on, 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 uh, on soul ties. So I encourage you to listen to the message on soul ties because through soul ties, you get the demons of whoever you have a soul tie with. You get the sicknesses, the diseases, Uh, the familiar spirits, the demons of whoever you have a soul tie with. And so continue to pursue God, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, and eventually the spirit of rejection will leave. And I can say in my case, I felt everything that I'm sharing with you is I have felt rejection. And I can tell you today that God has set me free from, uh, from, from rejection. And so, um, Today's a new day to start over. So if you're listening to me, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just kind of take you through, re- through repentance here. Go back through this. And I hope you've been repenting as we've been sharing. And then we'll we'll do deliverance. And then um, if anybody wants prayer, if you'll call in. Um, uh, if you'll call into the show and you, this is the number you can call into is. Six four six five nine five four seven eight four, and um, so in the name of Jesus, uh, if you're listening, say, Lord, I forgive every person who's ever rejected me. I forgive my mother and father. I forgive my parents for our forefathers for conceiving their children illegitimately. Lord, forgive me for not rejoicing and being exceedingly glad uh, when I'm persecuted for doing righteousness. Lord, forgive me for getting rejected for my bad behavior. I forgive those that have rejected me. Lord, I forgive those who have cast insult at me and spoken evil against me and been unkind to me. Uh, Lord, forgive me for not exceedingly rejoicing because my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. God, forgive me for taking it personal when I'm trying to do right, trying to live under your Lordship. and people reject me, I've taken it personal. Lord, Noah was rejected by his righteous behavior, by his righteousness. Um, And so, Lord, in the name of Jesus, um, I I want you to be delivered from this evil spirit of rejection. Forgive me, Lord, for fear. Um, I forgive every person who's ever rejected me. Forgive me for fear of failure, fear of rejection, saying no, fear of making decisions. Forgive me for fear of confrontation, fear of man. Fear of speaking up, forgive me for timidity, forgive me for fear of being misunderstood, forgive me for fear of making people angry, Uh, forgive me for fear of being blamed, fear of uh, not being perfect, fear of failure, fear of being ridiculed, fear of being bullied, Uh, forgive me, Lord, for fear of being alone, fear of confronting issues, forgive me for being a person that sweeps my, my issues under the rug, and that's where they stay. Forgive me for all the fears that are working in my life and everything you've already shown me, Lord. God, I just forgive everyone who's cast me off, shunned me, turned away from me, removed me from their presence. Um, Lord, um, I forgive anyone who spoke evil of me when I was in the womb. Uh, Lord, you said the tongue sets on fire the very course of our life. Uh, I forgive anyone who. Didn't want me when I was in the womb. Uh, Forgive me for perfectionism, performance. Lord, I forgive my parents for not wanting me. I forgive them that they thought I was the wrong sex. Lord, I'm not the wrong sex. I'm the sex you created. Forgive me. I forgive everyone that's abandoned me. I forgive my parents for divorce, my forefathers for divorce. I forgive my daddy for not being in my life. Uh, I fear I forgive my parents for leaving me alone with caretakers, babysitters, sending me off to boarding schools, orphans. Uh, I forgive my parents that they were incompetent, that I had to raise and take care of myself. Um, Lord, I just forgive everyone who's made fun of me because I've been obese or or if I've been handicapped. God, in the name of Jesus, um, I just ask you, God, I forgive every person that, um, I forgive my parents for being legalistic. Uh, I, Lord, I forgive every person who's ever broken my heart. Um, I forgive, Lord, I forgive everyone who's made me feel like I'm, I'm sick, not worth it, lonely. God, I forgive anyone that, I forgive my parents that, uh, I was raised by other people other than them, given away at birth, um. Uh, Being sexually abused, I forgive every person who's ever sexually abused me, and especially a father or mother. Uh, I forgive my parents for not protecting me from an abuser. I break soul ties with every person who's ever sexually abused me. Uh, Forgive me for believing a lie that it's all my fault in the name of Jesus. Um, I forgive anyone that's mentally or spiritually abused me, emotionally abused me. If I was left in an incubator, I forgive everyone who put me there. And, Lord, if I was left alone in a hospital, I forgive my parents. I forgive my mother, father, and every person who's ever spoken a negative word over me or touched me in an inappropriate place. I forgive my parents for alcohol and drug abuse. Forgive me for alcohol and drug abuse. I forgive every person who's ever bullied me or made fun of me. Um uh, I forgive my parents for giving me away if they did. Uh, I forgive my parents if I was a middle child, not not old enough to do certain things and too big to do others. Uh, I forgive my parents for conceiving me in lust. I forgive my dad and mother for not being in my life. Um, I forgive every person, boyfriend, peers that's ever rejected me, uh, shunned me, Forgive me, Lord, for feeling alone, alone when you said that you will stick with me closer than a uh, brother sticks with his friend. Lord, for, forgive me for, I forgive my parents for le- being legalistic. Lord, I ask you to heal every broken heart. I ask you to press every press each person out, press them, um, manage them, and soften them with oil. I bind up every broken heart who's listening. I bind them up. I I give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, a mantle of praise instead of the spirit of fainting, that they might be an oak of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. God, forgive me for pride and attention-getting. Lord, forgive me for putting others down to make myself look good. God, forgive me for preparing myself, being a people pleaser, fair man. God, would you forgive me for distancing myself from other people, building walls around my heart to keep people out. Forgive me for fear of of loving, fear of letting people in my heart. God, um, forgive me for searching for love in all the wrong places, through pornography, through sexual fantasies, through adultery, through fornication, through homosexuality. Forgive me for being negative and perverse. Forgive me for uh, walking in the flesh, which would cause me to receive condemnation. Lord, would you remove the guilt by the blood of Jesus as I confess my sins? Lord, you said... If I confess my sin, you're faithful and just to forgive me and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Forgive me for being confounded, Lord, being mixed up, felt damned and uneasy, uh, comparing myself to others, judging others, uh, trying to turn the potter's wheel instead of just getting on it and let you be the potter. Forgive me for trying to be the potter, fix myself. Forgive me for rebellion. Lord, forgive me for perfectionism. Lord, forgive me for distrusting others, controlling others, letting other people control me. Forgive me for worry, anxiety, tension, fear, dissatisfaction, distrust. Forgive me for lack of transparency, fear of p- if people knew what I was really like, they wouldn't like me or love me, they'd reject me. Forgive me for failure to confront issues. Forgive me for sweeping things under the rug. Forgive me for, for um, passivity, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Forgive me for speaking negative words. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I just ask you god to forgive me for um, being uh, making myself a victim forgive me for uh, hating myself rejecting myself um, forgive me for hating myself having self contempt lord would you would you uh forgive me for listening to this demon that nitpicks me twenty four seven that uh Constantly critiques me Lord I thought that was me talking To me but it's a demon and I commanded To leave me because Lord I choose To forgive myself I choose to Love myself I choose to accept myself uh, I choose to, to Forgive myself uh, Would you remove the gift The guilt and the grief Lord by the Blood of Jesus because you said If I confess my sin you're faithful And just to forgive me and Cleanse me of all unrighteousness Forgive me for thinking that I have to be perfect to be loved. Forgive me for distrust. Forgive me for worry, shyness, timidity, hating others, jealousy and envy, blame shifting, condemning others, being double-minded. Lord, um, I choose to love myself, not with an arrogant kind of love, but with, with the kind of love that you have for me. Forgive me for despair and hopelessness, discouragement, a feigning spirit, wanting to give up, quit, bail out, and want a divorce every time I have a problem if I'm married. Forgive me for lack of confidence, procrastination. I forgive my parents that every time I'd try to make a decision, they would control me, slam dunk me, and it opened me up to fear of making a mistake. So, Lord, I put that aside. I ask you to help me move out to make decisions. Forgive me for being intimidated. Lord I just renounce all the fears Uh, Forgive me for accusing You forgive me for prayerlessness I forgive my dad and mother for not Wanting to talk to me Forgive me for lying Lord forgive me For self pity and being a Martyr and victimizing Myself forgive me for making negative Confessions lacking confidence Forgive me for excessive Talkativeness forgive me for a a Fainting spirit forgive me for Lord I ask you to heal My God image give me Show me, Lord, Your true character. Give me a revelation, Lord, of Your great love for me. Lord, show me how much You love me. I ask You to send, Lord, a spirit of adoption upon every person who's listening in. Um, Lord, forgive me for being angry at You because I was angry at my earthly parents. Lord, You're nothing like my earthly parents. Forgive me for insecurity and inferiority. Forgive me for timidity. Lord, forgive me for low self-esteem. When how can I have a low self-esteem when you, Lord Jesus, King of kings, lives within me? You said Christ in me is the hope of glory. Forgive me for fear of making mistakes. Uh, Lord, I just renounce the spirit of abandonment coming down generationally, break their curse of, reba- of abandonment, the curse of rejection. Uh, Lord, forgive me for manufacturing personalities to cope. I command the spirit of schizophrenia to go in the name of Jesus. Double mindedness, unbelief, and doubt. I command you to go. Forgive me for being stubborn. Forgive me for idolatry. Forgive me for ingratitude. Lord, forgive me for feeling rejected even when nobody's rejecting me. I ask you to remove this spirit of rejection. Lord, in Jesus' name, uh, forgive me for resisting when, um, when I'm being um, shunned. Forgive me for, I forgive the people that have shunned me. I forgive the people that have ignored me, made me feel guilty, um, leave, left me out, gave me a disgusted look, not listened to me, disdained me. Uh, walled me out. I forgive every person that's shown favoritism. I forgive every person that um, has made me think I have to perform for acceptance. I forgive every person who's been given me impatient answers, who snubbed me, disrespected me, given me the silent treatment, um, di- spoke uh, uh, sarcasms and little digs, uh, cruelty. I forgive every person for making me feel like a failure. I forgive every person who's made me feel like I was a disappointment, made me feel worthless. Uh, I forgive every person that's torn me down instead of built me up, made me feel of no value, that I don't belong, that I'm unloved and undesirable. I forgive every person. And, Lord, in Jesus' name, um, um, I just take accountability For every time I was ever rejected in my whole life, I forgive every person involved. I ask you to show me if there's any other people. And I break soul ties. Lord, if I've never been born again, um, I pray, Lord, that you make me a new creation tonight, today, tonight. I invite you, Holy Spirit, to come in and take over my life. I want an intimate relationship with you, Father God. Thank you that if I have that, I don't need anything else. Because you said if you're for me, who can be against me? So in the name of Jesus, I forgive myself. I renounce the guilt that I've been living under. That's made me think, what's wrong with me? Lord, I thank you that when I'm on the potter's wheel, nothing's wrong with me that you can't fix. And so I yield to you, the Potter. I come under your red. I come on. I I come under your yoke, under your control. I give up my life, and Lord, I just um, yield to you 100%. And I sever every soul tie with any person that's ever touched me in an inappropriate way, uh, spoke evil to me, rejected me, or, or mistreated me in any way. I break soul ties with every person I've named, involved with every sin I've committed. I call back my soul and spirit and pray with me. I call back my soul and spirit from every person that's ever touched me in an inappropriate way or Spoke an inappropriate word to me or looked at me in an inappropriate way. I call back my soul and spirit from them, cleansed, sanctified, and made whole by the blood of Jesus. And I send back their souls and spirits to them. I exchange their image for the image of Christ. Now I command the principality of rejection to get out of every person I've named. I command the principality of fear out of every person I've named. Every spirit of fear, I command you to go. I break the power of every spirit that came in through the, the sins they confessed, all spirits of defilement, all spirits of judgment. I command all spirits of self-pity, victimization, you have to go, hopelessness, despair, I command you to go. I command all guilt, shame to go. All, I command the root of rejection to go. I break the bastard curse off of every person that's listening in, and Lord, I bring them into the sanctuary of the Lord. And, uh, take that sign off their back that says, reject me. I break the demonic defaults that have set them up for rejection. Uh, we just break the training, the negative training of being trained up to be rejected, Lord, because each person that's listening is forgiving. So we ask you to reset the default. We command anger and bitterness, unforgiveness, torment, torment, torture, sickness, disease, hurt. You have to go, wounded spirits. You have to go, Lord. I give them beauty for ashes the oil of joy instead of mourning, a man of praise instead of a spirit of fainting, that they might be an oak of righteousness, the planning of the Lord. And I command every spirit that came into through any sins they've confessed to leave now in the mighty holy name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. While I'm waiting for, if anyone wants to call in, while I'm going to wait a little bit, and if nobody calls in, the program will be over. But I encourage you to go into my website at jerrymcgee.com. And um, there's, there's lots of free articles that you can read. There's lots of free CDs that you can listen to with deliverance prayers. Um, and there's books you can order. I wrote a little bitty book. In fact, this, this message on rejection, I wrote a little bitty book on rejection. Uh, and that's one of the little books you can order. There's a book called Clearing the Land that's gone all over the world. It's in uh, Russian, and it's in uh, – I don't have it in Russian – that i gave people permission to print it in russian and i've never seen a copy of it so i was told it was printed but it's in spanish and you can actually go through that little book and i think it's five dollars and plus shipping but you can go through that book and get deliverance there's just lots of curses to break all the bible curses are in there but um you can listen to many many cds free and with all deliverance prayers and um uh, and so I want to encourage you to listen again, um, the, the first and the third Tuesdays of each month uh, from 6 to 8 p.m. Central Time. And uh, if you're wanting to call in, the number is 646-595-548, I'm sorry, I'm having difficulty, but. Five four seven eight. I'm sorry, and you just be sure and press one. And um, if you're in the Dallas Fort Worth area or near Duncanville, Texas, uh, we have the meet the second Saturday of each month. And in the, in the seminars free. We do deliverance. We do personal deliverance. You can contact me at Jerry McGee at sbcglobal.net, and Jerry's with a G E R I. M C G H E E com. Uh that's the website. And um the the email address is Jerry McGee at SBC I want to thank everyone we do for have listening a in. Jerry, okay. we do you have a caller? Area code eight five eight, you're on the air with Jerry. Okay, oh, hi, how Jerry. Can I... Hi, what's your name?
2: um uh, Mikey.
0: Mike? Yes. How can I help you, Mike?
2: Well, it's um you know, I've been listening and a lot of this work I've done already for myself.
1: Uh-huh.
2: You know, it's a lot. It's very it's educational and, you know <clears throat> um, mostly for um I'm really calling for prayer for my siblings and okay. they're really yeah, and their relationship with my mother who is um terminably ill probably. Um because I've done okay. so much of this work already. Um so I have a lot of resource to draw back on um for it. Um they may not, so I'm just really concerned with them, um and their condition. Okay. With, yeah. With her did, with the,
0: did, Are they believers
2: Um, A couple are And a couple I'm not sure
0: Well the main thing is Just pray for their salvation first And mm-hmm. then uh, As you feel liberty to share Get them to listen
2: Yeah I have uh, been doing both of those Yeah.
0: And what are their names Or you just want um, to say, Let's just let's don't Yeah do their just names. the
2: general yeah.
0: Right Well, and so your mother, you think
2: she's terminal? I don't know what God's doing. I mean, he gave me, about a month ago, God gave me a vision of her um, beholding her mother in heaven as a little girl, healed, um, and her parents looking back at her at that that age.
0: Is she sick right now?
2: Well, yeah, she's on a ventilator, and um, she has good days and bad days, and... Has you know, she given her um, heart to the Lord? Oh, yeah, she knows him. Otherwise, I don't think God would have given me that vision of oh, okay. her and given me all the peace. And I know that she knows him from um, her own verbal confession.
0: Does she have a lung condition?
2: Mm hmm, yep.
0: Uh, so, what is the specific disease? Is it like cancer or? COPD. Okay. Well, Lord, we just lift up his dear mother to you, and we ask you, Lord, to touch her. We ask you to send your ministering angels to minister to her. We just ask you, Lord, to heal her breathing problem. You said, if any two agree upon anything is touching heaven or earth, it shall be done unto them. I come against any spirits of Leviathan or python that would be choking mm-hmm. out her hair mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus. I break the power of it. And, Lord, I just pray if, she's, if she grew up in a traumatic situation, if she grew up uh, Lord the flood I ask you to remove the flood from her In the name of Jesus She said, when the enemy comes in like a flood The Lord will raise up a standard against him So Lord in the name of Jesus We raise. We ask you to raise up a standard Against the enemy that's trying to flood her tongue
1: <laughs> We pray
0: you touch her and heal her now Lord cover her with the blood of Jesus <laughs> And we pray for Mike's <laughs> siblings Lord we ask you God in the name of Jesus That you'll save the ones That need to be saved And that you'll give them an open heart to get delivered from rejection and Lord Thank you for Mike I ask you to bless him Thank you Lord <laughs> for the that You've already given him
1: I ask just you Lord you. to
0: help him And give him your wisdom make him a tree Of life with <laughs> rivers Amen. of living water Come forth from his innermost being In Jesus name
2: Well thank you for
0: calling in
2: Oh thank you I'm Blessed and joyed at your prayer It's just a blessing oh, thank you
0: Well praise thank the you. Lord Bless the Lord. Will the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and your family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
2: Thank you, sister. Appreciate it. Uh
0: huh. Uh-huh. God bless bye you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bless the Lord.
2: Amen. He is worthy.
0: Yes, he is so worthy.
2: Yeah, I just, just awesome you know, <laughs> it's just awesome when you get with someone else that understands and you can pick right up. Where you left off with the last deep people you've been with that understand these things, you know. That's
0: right. You get around somebody discussion. that understands about deliverance; they don't think you're weird.
2: <laughs> oh, it works. yes, yes. It's a things it's a heavy work. work. It's a very detailed work, and you must have worked really hard in your own life to be where you're at.
0: Well, sometimes uh, the last few days I've been thinking, I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's kind of like normal, that. too. We're, yeah, yep. it is. I don't
2: the think Lord anybody knows, knows anymore. We, we might know where we're at on the map physically, but that's about it. with well, The way we stand it right now, it seems, as a society. but This
0: the world, the way it's going, I tell you, the Lord's our only hope.
2: I agree. So we, need Amen. Um, yep.
0: we need to pray. We need to pray. Amen. The steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, and God says he knows. That if our ways please him, it makes even our enemies to be at peace with
2: us. Yes, and that's the thing. I started getting blessed recently when I started putting him first, um, getting out and fellowshipping. I was one of those victims of the whole, you know, Internet um, conspiracy theory. You can only be a Christian online crowd. And Mm -hmm. God has, yeah, he's delivered me from that and shown me it's like a cult. Yeah. Of fear. Yes, and
0: we just have to trust the Lord. And it, yeah, if we're putting fear on people, and we just fear not. Then, um, right. The Lord is so good. Where do you live?
2: Southern California, and I'm not from oh, okay. here. Okay. Yeah, I live in well, San Diego.
0: Thank you for calling in.
2: Oh, Shirley, thank you for your time. God bless you and your work.
0: God bless you. God bless you.
2: <laughs> thank you. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Okay, amen. Praise the Lord. Good night. Good
0: night. Dorothy, is there anyone else? Yes, area code 512. You're live on the air with Jerry. Hello?
3: Jerry McGee? Yes, sir? What an honor and a privilege it is to talk with you again.
0: Who is this?
3: (laughs) You're blessed and highly favored, my dear. This is Paul Foxworth,
0: oh hi,
3: in Austin.
0: Yes, I remember you. How are you doing?
3: Oh wow, I mean, what a blessing it is to hear your voice again and uh, uh, and to go through this ministry that you have so faithfully over the years, Jerry have kept delivering to the saints. It's incredible oh, uh it thank really you, is. Paul. And I I look at my life now and realize how much of the rejection that was still in my life, even though I've sat through your uh, seminars and walked out the door without getting freedom. And uh, well, it's a, it's it a, was because
0: yeah.
3: I was I, I ran out because of fear. I would come to the place, Jerry, of uh, being right on top of, right on the threshold of, uh, of uh, communicating to you but I couldn't do it for some reason. Uh, and I think that has a lot to do with the failure that you shared with us of being able to uh, walk the narrow way and to be willing to suffer. I have not been willing to suffer. So that's caused me to walk more of the broad path where pe- where you said we're people pleasing and I, I i know in my own spirit and heart it's this goes so far back jerry i mean uh, i had a visitation many 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 years ago even before i met you uh that's kind of set me on this road of rejection that god doesn't uh, would never accept me i was in a church in san antonio texas And the service was going on. The pastor was preaching. And uh, all of a sudden, here I am. I'm 23 years of age. I'm 75 now, Jerry. So, okay. I'm Uh sitting in this message, and all of a sudden, uh, I I can't really explain it, but it was a visitation. In my spirit, the doors of the church just blew open. And a blast of wind and smoke and fire come in from the back door. The pastor says, "Wait a minute, there's something going on here I'm going to stop and then this uh-huh. brilliant light came into this place and settled on me and I was being elevated out of my pew i was uh, I lit up like a Christmas tree. my wife at the time said, and this was had me so concerned, but you know what happened, Jerry? Mm-hmm. It brightened me.
0: Right.
3: And I tell you, when the Holy Spirit comes and works in that way, He's wanting you to open up your threshold of your heart and just step right into it. Right. And so when He saw that wasn't happening with me, it disappeared just as fast as it came. Well, it's and never
0: too late, Paul. I'm sorry? It's never too late.
3: I know that. I have spent all of these years actually running in this fear concept that God doesn't love me and he rejects me because i uh, it's a spirit of fear. Yeah, and a spirit of rejection oh. that, that I did, did not walk into that area tonight? where he wanted to fill me with his spirit and bring me up into a different level. And so... Um, you
0: feel like... Did you feel like
3: you got some deliverance tonight? Uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I've walked through this several times with you. And I think I'm becoming more aware of what mm-hmm. my uh, issues are, okay? Uh-huh. And my inability to communicate with, with God because I couldn't communicate with my parents. Uh, right. They did not communicate. You know, I, I grew up in a very legalistic background. And so and it was fine. always being to please them, you know.
0: Right. No performance, no love, like,
3: you said. Mm-hmm. and are uh,
0: still feeling like you have to perform for God. And, you know, he says you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He made him who knew no sin that he made sin for you, that you might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Anything good in us is just Jesus in us. All we just have to do is stay submitted. You've been trying to turn the potter's wheel, so you just got to get on it and rest, and rest Oh, I and saw your
3: images there on the potter's wheel, and I—I I was definitely that one that grabbed my hand on, held on to it. Okay, okay. I really did.
0: Good talking to you. I, are you still on my email list?
3: I wouldn't be listening to you tonight if, if it hadn't been for this. Oh, good,
0: good. Uh, no, right. no,
3: I—I I heard you one day here on uh, the other venue that you are on also, uh, you know, this business with my father was a very, very negative thing, And uh, but I, let me tell you this, Jerry, uh, in all the time you know, that I was really attached, I'm not as attached to it now because I'm physically, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm handicapped now, I have congestive heart failure, and oh, so I'm sorry. not able to get up and get around like I used to, but back during that time when I was in your ministry, and and you came to Austin several times. Uh, I also went to the New Wine Ministry in in Houston, Texas, and and Doctor William Knoll was there. Okay, yeah. and he preached this powerful uh, anointed message, and uh, you know I went up to him afterwards and told him how much I appreciated what he was doing, and. Right in the middle of this message now, okay, I'm right in the middle of him talking to me, he stops and points his finger right at my face. He says, let me tell you something, sir. Your father loved you more than you even know. He just didn't know how to show it to him. I mean, that yeah. I said, where did that come from? That just came out of the blue. That was a word of knowledge that was put down on top of him to deliver to me. And later on, I mean, it was, he prayed a wonderful prayer. And later on, Jerry, I'm I'm here at home and I'm sleeping, and all of a sudden I had this dream of my dad <laughs> cuddling me and 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 bringing me close to his best and loving me, and I thought, Lord, this has to be you to show me this that God loved me through my dad more than I ever realized, you know. And yeah. uh, I, I I said, forgive me. For not forgiving him, I mean, I, I walked through all kinds of, of of deliverance prayers of asking God to forgive me of all of that. But all the residual things that you're teaching tonight, it's still got, you know, hung on to, so to speak, okay? And uh-huh. uh, that's, I thought, I can't let this, I cannot let this uh, time go by without me calling you and con- conveying so to you, you so how much I love and you and... And your ministry and what you're showing me tonight you And everybody else out there pleasure. listening It's incredible It's wonderful
0: Thank you so much It's so wonderful talking to you May the Lord bless you some more
3: Well you can You can end it by praying a prayer Over me
0: Okay well Lord I ask you to give Paul a revelation of your great love For him I ask you to send a spirit of adoption upon him In the name of Jesus Lord, we just take his hand off of the potter's wheel, and, we, Lord, he just gets on the potter's wheel. And thank you, Lord, that the righteousness in Paul is not anything that he's earned. It's only what he did for us at Calvary, Lord. Lord, forgive him. Uh, He forgives his parents that he had to perform. And, Lord, we break the power of the lie that he has to perform now for you. We don't want our performance, Lord. I pray you stand upon him. I break the curse that there'll be no resting place for the soul of his foot, a trembling heart, failing of eyes, and despair of soul. We break that curse. We break the power of the rebellion of trying to turn the potter's wheel. In Jesus' name, Mm
1: -hmm. Lord, I
0: just ask you to send your ministering angels to minister to to Paul and let him know how much I love him, but more so, Lord, how much you love him. Let him have a revelation of that. Lord, I thank you that his daddy did love him. And I just pray that you'll give him, Lord, I pray you'll give him a revelation of that in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How much you love him in Jesus' name. And send your minister, angels, and Lord, I just pray that any uh, spirits of a stroke or any stroke spirits or any anger toward himself spirits or any uh, lies that he's a failure, I break the power of all the lies coming against him, and I ask you to restore him completely.
3: In the name
0: of Jesus. Amen. Yes. Well, Well,
3: thank you for calling. Oh, wow. What a privilege it is to speak to you personally here tonight. It really is.
1: Thank you so much for
3: your ministry. You're a very faithful lady. You've stayed in there. I mean, it's amazing what a beneficiary we are of of your knowledge of the Word of God. It's insurmountable. He's given you so much wisdom. And uh, I praise you. Uh, for what oh, you do you for Lord. us, thank the Lord. Maybe I'll try to get up there to see your uh, your uh, Duncanville meeting the next time. I I think I can make it up there, and I'll have a chance for you to pray for me, my physical condition and stuff.
0: Okay, we'll do that. We'll do it. I look forward to seeing you.
3: Thank you so much. I love you. God okay. bless you.
0: Love you too. God bless you. And, and again, if anyone is in the Duncanville, Dallas-Fort Worth area, if you will sign up for my email, go to jerrymcgee.com and sign up for my email. Uh, I'll send you a flyer and give you directions to the Duncanville meeting. That's a monthly meeting. I have one coming up at Lake Hamilton Bible Camp uh, beginning June the 30th through July the 4th. It's a family camp. And um, we have prayer teams that pray for people every morning at 6 o'clock, and usually it's not over till maybe 9, but we pray till everybody gets prayer. And um, people that come to the Lake Hamilton that come, you know, continuously come, uh, we just see them, people change. I, in fact, I tell people, you keep coming to Lake Hamilton at the end of the year, you won't even know yourself. You know, deliverance is not a – deliverance is not – a one time thing It's a process It's a part of the sanctification process But we should be changing From glory to glory And strength to strength And um, Anyway We're all a work in progress You can get delivered today And the Lord will show you something else You need tomorrow And thank God He didn't show us everything at once Because we couldn't take it It's One, one problem is enough But God has an answer For everything you're going through And if there's no one else Calling in. Well, uh, I'll just wait a few more minutes. But you can go on my website. Be sure and sign up for uh, the mailing list, and you can email me at uh, Jerry McGee at sbcglobal.net. And the dear lady that, uh, Dorothy, you're going to have to tell me your email address. But the dear lady that sponsors this program, if you would like to send her a gift, it's D churchy What? Uh, Dorothy. Yes, at Hotmail. Dchurchy3 is there? Is it just Dchurchy1? Churchy, churchy one at Hotmail.com. At Hotmail. And that yes, that's D and then like church with a Y, churchy1 at Hotmail.com. And I appreciate all those who have contributed to this ministry, and we just give you. Um, just bless you and I just say may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you more peace